Hello, welcome to the Evoke Ag podcast. I'm your host, Martin Cudahy. This week, we bring you a podcast from AgriFutures GrowAg, the online agri-food innovation marketplace. Finding world-leading agri-food research expertise and research, investment and commercialisation opportunities easily, let alone in one easy-to-use location, has always been a challenge, until GrowAg. GrowAg is helping to connect its users, researchers, investors, innovators, thought leaders and commercial partners from around Australia and across the globe with agri-food innovation, expertise and opportunities. By shortening the time it can take to find and connect with strategic partners, it's helping increase deal flow and drive value on farm through the development and adoption of game-changing technologies. In this episode, we're bringing you a conversation recorded live at the Evoke Ag 2023 event around accelerating commercialisation with AgriFutures GrowAg. Professor Craig Bailey, the former head of school and dean of agriculture and environmental science from the University of Southern Queensland, and Fern Ho, the co-founder and CEO of Leaf Protein Co., have both used the platform with tremendous success. Listen to their stories together with insights from John Harvey, the Managing Director of AgriFutures Australia. Uh, when we looked at uh, the agri-food ecosystem in Australia back in 2017, we said, well, how do we, what are, what's our role at AgriFutures need to be? And we thought one of the really important things is connecting people, and that's what Evoke Ag is about. But we're very conscious that VOCAG is a two-day event, brings everyone together, and that physical contact is fantastic, and the face-to-face is so good to see again. But we also recognise that if we're going to connect people, we need to be able to connect people up 365 days of the year, and that's where AgriFutures GrowAg comes into the picture. Uh, GrowAg is a partnership that we've put together with all of the other 14 research and development corporations. We've done it in, uh, in partnership with the Department of Agriculture, Forestries and Fisheries. And um, probably to describe it to you, um, GrowAg is like the carsales.com.au. <laughs> so if you are an investor or if you're a researcher or if you're a startup, it's one place that you can go and see all of the opportunities in Australia. Uh, in the one spot. Um, the impetus for actually establishing GrowAg was the then Minister for Agriculture, David Littleproud, coming back from overseas trip back in 2018. And he had been on the most exciting trip. He'd been to Canada and the Netherlands, and I think he went to the US, and he met a whole lot of people that were doing technology. And he would say to them, that would be fantastic in Australia. How do we get that into Australia? And the entrepreneurs were saying to David, well, who do we talk to? When, where do we go? And who are the players in Australia for us to interact with? And I'll be honest, I think the minister wasn't quite sure what to say in response. It wasn't, there wasn't an obvious answer. And when he came back to um, Australia, he met with all the RDCs and he said to us, I want you to develop a platform. I want one place where these people from overseas can come and see the best of the best of our innovation in Australia and also the investment opportunities and the collaboration opportunities. And so we took that fairly seriously and 18 months ago we, le- we launched um, GrowAg. It has nearly 3,000 research projects on it. Uh, it's had over 200 commercial opportunities on it. We have 96,000 users and a third of those users are from overseas. 
from the interactions that we've had on the platform, uh, we've had over 880 connections made, 140 early stage negotiations, 50 more detailed negotiations, and we're aware of at least 14 actual deals that have money flow that have come out of the program. So we're very, we're very proud of where we've got to with the platform. And today um, we're very fortunate to have two of our early users. <laughs> and so um, uh, Craig from the University of Southern Queensland, and um, welcome and Thank great you, to John. have you with us. Thank uh, you. And Fern, who pitched magnificently last night. Uh, so two very different perspectives here with Craig from university and uh, Fern from a, from a startup. And Craig, I'm just going to start with you. What did you use the platform for? And what was, your, what was the outcome for you? Yeah, I guess, John, thanks for the, for the invite and, and it's great to be here today and just share our experiences in terms of what we've done. But um, we've got a real, within the university, a real sort of um, remit to try and translate our research into commercial outcomes for farmers. And so uh, one of the reasons why we got involved with the GrowAg platform was to try and get that connection to a partner that could actually take the technology to, to market for us. Uh, it's interesting, though, that we're not novices in this. We've, we've licensed our technology to John Deere. We've engaged with uh, companies in the US and others. Uh, but this just added something that was a little bit different to what we'd done previously, and it was a good way of, of exploring uh, opportunities that perhaps we weren't aware of as well. And so um, we went into that looking for something that we didn't know about and that could probably lead to a different path to market than what we were expecting. So what was, the what was the technology that you put on the platform? Well, we've put a number of different things on the, on the platform at the moment. Uh, one thing at the moment we've, we've got is some machine vision work looking at um, condition um, monitoring of, of animals, and we were looking for a commercial partner to take that technology forward. And again, we prospected our own commercial partners looking for those sorts of connections and looking to license that. And uh, quite separately and independently, we, we used the platform to, to make some connections for us as well. And the thing that I found was that the leads that we got from the, from the platform was different to what I would have done myself, and therefore it, it sort of informed a different way to, to how we might get something into market. So we were looking for a commercial partner to license technology to. What we discovered was a, a VC uh, uh, arm of a large uh, producer, uh, funnily enough, they were looking to invest in technologies. They saw the technology that we had and thought that would be an ideal pairing with an investment they might make in a company. And so we've sort of that that's started a different lead. Um, we've got some other technology at the moment that where we're we're prospecting for partners, uh, uh, microbial, uh, my, uh, fungi for uh, improving you know, plant health, crop health, those sorts of things. So mycorrhizal fungi, native species of uh, mycorrhizal fungi using that as a seed coating and inoculant to try and improve uh, water use efficiency and nitrogen efficiency. Uh, it's in the research phase, and so our research is going round and round in circles, and I want to get it out. And so what I've said to the guys is, you've got to scale this, you've got to take it out of the lab, you've got to get into a glasshouse, you've got to get it out in the field. And so we're looking for a commercial partner to take that forward. So it's an enabler. We, we, we recognise where our limits are. Um, yes, we, you know, we don't rule out anything, but, but in, in a lot of situations, we're looking to turn that technology out and partner with people that can take it to market for us. Uh, fantastic. So, Fern, fabulous pitch last night at the uh, Invested Dinner. Thank you. Um, can you just firstly just tell us a bit about the Leaf Protein Company? Absolutely. Um, I won't do the five-minute pitch right now. So, we are a food tech startup, and we are valorizing plant leaves into alternative functional plant proteins. We take them from waste streams as well as from growing regenerative crops. And tell me, what, what is it used for? What's the... 
Yeah, so um, if you want to come and have a look, we have a stand out in the Startup Alley section. Uh, so it is a food-grade ingredient. Um, can be used as an alternative protein to the very, very few proteins that are out in market today. Um, but what's great about leaf protein is it's a protein enzyme. So it has all these fantastic functional properties like foaming, emulsification, gelling. And those are the things that the food manufacturers use to recreate the texture and mouthfeel of animal-based products and ingredients. So a real alternative um, for that growing plant-based food market. Um, fantastic. And I, I know you did mention last night the sort of price range, and it sounded like it was quite reasonable as a protein substitute. Yeah, so we are... Um, look, it is a premium protein, and it's not... It's, I, I'm not biased. The science proves it, that it is superior to your standard proteins out in market from nutritional um, as well as bioavailability. Um, so we are positioning initially as a premium protein, um, but, you know, through time with economies of scales and ongoing R&D, we are expecting for it to be able to compete with soy um, and your other standard proteins in five to ten years' time. Fantastic. So just moving on to your experience, and what did you use GrowAg for? Yes. So I will be very open that my background is not in um, the bioscience or food tech, let alone agriculture. I came from an electrical engineering <laughs> sort of background. As you do. <laughs> as you do. Um, there are actually a lot of engineer founders in the food tech startup place. So for me, there was a lot of learning coming into this space um, and learning about the industry, making connections in the industry. I didn't have many sort of long existing connections to begin with. Uh, and I was connected onto the GrowAg platform out of one of the food tech accelerators. Um, so it was a real opportunity from that demo day pitch to be able to reach out to a much broader range of interested stakeholders. Um, we're obviously always interested in people with capital, but I think one of the things with startups is the networking um, and how many other people in the industry that you can connect in with. So I can talk a bit about the um, agronomist that we met very early on who was quite pivotal in understanding the path that we've Just taken. Just briefly tell us that story. Yeah. Um, so we put on a commercial opportunity post on the platform, uh, which was about our fundraise last year, which we were successfully able to close, the 750. And we had all kinds of interest coming through, but actually one of the most interesting ones was an agronomist in Victoria um, who was able to um, offer their time, and that's a big gift mm. as well, um, to show me around a lot of the growers uh, in the horticultural space to see firsthand the waste streams that we could potentially use as sources for our um, input biomass material. Fantastic. So, Craig, I understand the university's now signed up as a, a collaboration agreement with um, GrowAg. Tell us a bit about what you, where you see it going, what, yeah. you, what so you're hoping to do going forward with your involvement. Yep, so I think that's a great initiative. Um, so we've signed that agreement, which allows us to share information between the university and the growing team so that we, they can curate and, and manage uh, the sort of IP that we're looking to commercialise. Uh, so it's just basically an agreement between the two parties where um, we can exchange that information. The thing I really like about the platform is just not a, you know, an online tool. Uh, obviously, there's a service behind that. David's done a fantastic job in actually curating the information and putting it in a form where people can engage with it. Uh, put it in front of people uh, in a way where it's it's uh, engaging good good leads, and so that's the other thing that I I really 
value a lot is that that background support that you don't see because it's a platform, right, um, is quite valuable. And, and what's really important is that when you do get a lead, you get something that's actually worthwhile to pursue. So we're not looking for a lot of leads, we're just looking for quality leads. And I think that's one thing that we're getting out of this is that quality lead. The other thing, as I said before, what we're trying to do is mobilise um, the, the conversion of our research into commercial outcomes. Uh, and so uh, the engagement piece for our researchers is one where they can then engage with the, pe the team at Grow Ag and, uh, and, and uh, summarise that information in ways in which uh, you know, a commercial partner might, might, um, might uh, be attracted to it. So, so it takes a load off me mm. in terms of trying to move that forward. I can sort of turn my researchers or our academic staff towards uh, David and his team. Um, and then they, they can provide that assistance as to what's going to be valuable and what's not and what do uh, potential investors want to see. And, and I think the other thing, John, is it's, uh, you know, we do know that you know, what's, uh, what leads to successful deals uh, in any sort of form, and we said it before in the, in the previous section, was a, a warm introduction, all that network that um, people trust. And so I think what's growing through the site and through this, these sorts of forums is a, a sense of pla a place that you can trust that the information that's on there is, 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 has been well th thought out, you know, there's a good connection there. Mm. Just, it was really interesting listening to the investors talk in the last session and hear the emphasis on relationships and how important relationships are in mm. VC, although obviously they're very important in commercialisation, but... We very consciously put people, so that 880 inquiries that come through in the last 18 months are all concierged by a real person answering a telephone. And yeah. from our point of view, uh, managing Groag, uh, what, what we find is that often the person ringing in is ringing in, responding to an, a commercial opportunity, but when you actually talk to them, yeah. their interest might be there, but it might also be over here and over here. So that is a really important part of the concept of growing. It's not just sales.com. There's actually you actually get to talk to people at the other end, which yeah. I think is And there's a there's yeah. a real gap there, isn't it? Because the, the previous conversation was all about VC and, and startup and, and um, those sort of ventures, but there's a lot of intellectual property that get, gets developed through RDCs, which is not at a level where you're going to start a company and you're going to commercialise at that level. It's technology that needs to um, partner with someone who's got the capabilities to take it to market and usually that's not a researcher. It doesn't prohibit researchers wanting to take that technology forward and maybe be a founder themselves. But more often than not, you know, the teams that we've got, they're better used for actually going back and doing more research mm. and turning that back out to industry to commercialise. Mm. So that's the bit that I think is a really niche opportunity for the platform for, for research communities to get their technology out. Mm. Yeah. And where do you, Fern, where do you see, do you see yourself using GrowAg again as, as your company grows? Yes. <laughs> I'm uh, pleased to hear that. <laughs> yes, well, leading question because we uh, just put up another commercial opportunity for our current round. Um, it, it's a very holistic platform and I think that's one of the great unique opportunities because it's not just about, like you say, it's far more than carsales.com. Um, the fact that you have people on the phone calls, um, as an early stage founder, time is of essence. You don't have time to field all the interest that comes in. So that's valuable in itself. But then all the content that goes behind it, um, the interviews and the articles that come and the connection with Evoke Ag, um, it's just, yeah, great for that holistic sort of view across multiple platforms. One of the things you said before, I think it might have been last night, you were saying when you are raise, capital raising that having that media stories yes. is actually useful. Is that, do you want to just explain how that works? Yeah, look, it was a bit like what I think Victor was talking about with relationships. At the end of the day, 
um, you trust and believe something based on your relationship to either the concept or the people or the individual. And I think if it's something that you've seen for the first time, it's not familiar. And so it does require a few conversations and actually being front of mind through these articles, um, you know, podcasts on stage on platform just helps with that sense of understanding to become familiar and then to trust either the concept, the person or the team, the entrepreneur. So that's so important. Yeah. And you're saying when you actually have your um, data room, you, you actually put those stories in the data room for the investors to see. It gives in the terms confidence. Of credibility. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's yep. like putting that little logo of, you know, number one that yep. we want in whichever competition. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so to, to, to be clear, alongside of GrowAg and EvokeAg, we, we run a whole series of stories on startups, on researchers, yeah. on technology, which again uh, uh, generate those 96,000 people to come and use the site. So it's very important in terms of dragging people in, dragging them in from social media, dragging them in from other activities to have a look. Uh, and, and see the event. Just um, wanted to just touch on. Um, so, when you when the other aspect of Growag is the fact that we've got all of the research projects being funded by all of the RDCs on there. So, um, one of the other as for people that are researchers in the room, if you're looking at doing research in climate change or whatever, you know, just encourage you before you start doing the work, go and have a look and see what other people are already doing, and seeing what. Pa- projects are actually current so it might may not be being done by agrifuturists but it may be being done by GRDC or MLA or one of the other organizations so that's a, um, another use to it and just finally before we uh, finish up I just wanted to mention we started with the RDCs and the research development corporations are very much our core partners in this whole process and have been incredibly supportive and have worked really hard to get their material onto the website. Increasingly, we're getting interest from investors and from startups, which is Mm. fantastic. Um, But where we see another opportunity, which we're just starting to explore now is, uh, and given that we've got a lot of people from overseas uh, in the room, is encouraging people from overseas who have a technology they believe or, or innovation they believe may be relevant to Australia and New Zealand and the Asia-Pacific region. Uh, and looking at getting those, those commercial opportunities also onto the platform where there's a benefit, where there's a benefit for that technology um, coming into Australia. So um, last chance, final words. Craig, anything you want to say before we finish up? Well, maybe your, your used car analogy could be more of, of a, a brokerage because you know, that's what, the, the, mm. the, what I value. So, uh, um, so perhaps you've just elevated your, your pitch a little bit, but other than that, I'm, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> Fern, last chance. Uh, we started the Leaf Protein around COVID times. So this is my first time in a Vocag. I'm so excited that we have this international conference here in Australia because I think it speaks a lot for the ecosystem. Thanks, Vern. Can I just finish by saying a big thank you to all of our partners. Thank you to the other RDCs. Thank you to the department for your support. And also thank you to everybody that's listed or has gone in and had a look, had a search and had a play and found, some, found some, one of those 880 connections that we spoke about earlier. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Just to wrap up, that was AgriFutures Australia's Managing Director, John Harvey, in conversation with Craig Bailey, formerly with USQ, and entrepreneur, Fern Ho. 
For more information on the GrowAg platform, including more success stories and current research, investment and commercial opportunities, please visit growag.com. Thank you.